Welcome to another edition of UCBS on Times Live. Probably one of the most major political stories today and this week is, of course, what you would have seen is quite a bombshell within the Democratic Alliance, and that is that this morning it had been announced that Makashule Kana, who has been with the party for 20 years, has resigned as a member of the Democratic Alliance, not, however, from politics. And he joins me now here on Times Live for a conversation around this news event that is one of the most important when it comes to opposition politics. The Democratic Alliance has had a number of resignations in recent times, which is not good for the party, but it is important to understand the logic behind it. You're listening to Eusebius on Times Live. That's this latest podcast on Times Live. And it's me, Eusebius McKaiser, exploring the major issues of the week. That means you're going to hear a lot of law, politics and ethics, how they intersect and how important these stories are in the life of all South Africans. When people saw their children must know these are sellouts. They put saliva on the paper. Mr. Julius Malema whispered and said, sing it, sing it. And then they shared that zone. No, I'm not going to apologize. Can I have my iPad, please? So they stole it. Makushula, thank you so much for joining me on Times Live. Thanks very much, Eusebius, and uh, thanks for having me and greetings to your listeners. You've been with the Democratic Alliance for 20 years. I have interviewed you and spoken to you about politics for a Mm. large period of that time. I've known you for a long time. I've always known you as someone deeply committed to the Democratic Alliance, even when we have, over the years, had vigorous debates about aspects of policy, tonality, strategy, you were DA through and through. Why are you resigning? Uh, thanks, uh, Yusufias. Uh, I'm resigning today uh, primarily because of the situation that uh, persists and exists in South Africa. Uh, I just believe that uh, things are, are just are not progressing fast enough uh, to save uh, the country. Uh, it's sinking. And I'm resigning to to go and, and, and be part, uh, joining others uh, in, in, in uh, exploring the possibility of creating a, a political alternative to that which uh, exists. You know, as you say, I've been in the GA for 20 years. Um, and as I live today, I live with no regrets. I have no regrets for my 20 years that I spent in the DA. I served to the best of my ability. And, uh, and yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I... I have looked at the uh, the DA itself in terms of uh, what uh, the trajectory on 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 one side um, how it's uh, uh, growing or not growing. I think now it's consolidating, and I, I believe that uh, the situation in South Africa is just so urgent that uh, we need to start uh, involving more people and building an inclusive. Uh, uh, Count and a political alternative. So that's why I'm I'm resigning today. And yeah, 
That's why I'm not even leaving politics. Why is the Democratic Alliance not the right political vehicle with which to deliver a South Africa in which to use the language from the opening paragraph of your statement, mm. every single South African can be happy and enjoy well-being. If that's the aim of the ideal government, mm. why is the Democratic Alliance not that vehicle? Uh, the DA in the recent past uh, has focused uh, or maybe has been consolidating. Uh, and uh, so with with the ANC re- uh, trying to uh, focus on itself in, in renewing itself, and then you have the DA that uh, is not expanding, uh, it's not even uh, uh, doing things that uh, says it wants to occupy the vacuum that's uh, being left open. Uh, and Ranzo gets a bit uh, uh, uncomfortable in a way to say, no, this situation is so urgent. We need to do something. You know, we can we can continue uh, doing this small incremental uh, 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 growth. And and I think I think the DA for the recent past has been um, uh, focused on consolidation, focused on um, uh, the vo- the securing the votes that currently has. And I think the prime example it's uh, the the recent by elections in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, where the DA decided not to contest. I mean, that for me, it says you, the DA does not want to expand. You know, uh, you, you can't have a situation in Nelson Mandela Bay, in a metro, the biggest opposition in the country decides not to contest. That for me, it's, it's just too serious. It's... You're a top leader within the Democratic Alliance. You've been a member of parliament, you have been a youth leader, mm. provincial legislature, councillor, every level of government and within the highest echelons of the leadership structures. You're neither junior nor an outsider, which means that you must know what the logic is behind strategic posture in the democratic alliance. When you say the party is consolidating its base and happy with incremental rather than with massive expansion, what would be the logic for why it would be so short-sighted in your view? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, uh, in a way, kind of put uh, a, a real reason, but I, I just get a sense. It's a sense that I get, and that's why I have to leave at, at this particular moment uh, that the uh, and the party has lost the, the ambition and, and the appetite to grow. You know, there was a time that the, uh, the DA was very bullish about growing. Uh, we would contest elections every corner of South Africa. Even where we, we didn't have members, we'll go to Bushpark Ridge, we'll go to Zanin, we'll go to communities in the Northwest. Uh, but now it's like there the, the, the are a lot more strategic considerations and those strategic considerations seems not to include uh, a broader South African uh, uh, population because, like I said, uh, not contesting in Nelson Mandela Bay uh, and on one side you want to lead the the municipality as part of a coalition. There's a contradiction in that. That for me says, you know, you you, you kind of want uh, very, very small uh, increments and there's a vacuum. <laughs> South, South African South Africa is sinking now, and it needs to be saved. 
And that's why I'm leaving, not, not because of any fights or anything, but to say, no, what, we need an alternative. Things can continue as they are. Yeah, but I mean, if I can just come in there, I'm not interested in you worrying about creating enemies. Uh, this is not an exit interview. I genuinely analytically want to understand because it doesn't make sense to me. The fundamentals of politics, which you know as well as I, we are peers in terms of age, and you are a politician, I'm a political analyst. Politics is about power and about interests. It is about getting into government so that you can then enact the political mandate that you had successfully sold to the political market. No one enters politics wanting to only focus on marginal seats and incremental wins. It's about massive wins. Yes. Surely, John Steenhuisen seriously imagines that it's feasible that he could be the next president of the country. Helen Ziller genuinely believes that the party could win major metropolitan areas and provinces like the Eastern Cape. When you say the party is no longer ambitious, isn't focused on growing, what makes you say that? I mean, I would imagine any DA member listening to this interview is going to say that's absolute nonsense. The DA is no less ambitious than Gaten McKenzie's new party, Herman Mashaba's new party, or the EFF for that matter. Isn't that something really weird? For someone like yourself of your seniority, you've been in the party for 20 mm. years, to come to the conclusion in 2022 that the party isn't interested in capturing large numbers of vote. You see, you see, Bias, there's what you say you want and there's what you do to show that you want it. Between uh, uh, 2014 and, uh, uh, and 2016, the DA was serious about uh, growing, and it showed it. We, we, the DA was contesting by elections. So there's one thing to say, you know what, I want to grow. Uh, and you can't say you want to grow and, and there's a by-election in Nelson Mandela Bay and you don't contest. That's not that's not the expan expansion of any support. In my books, uh, someone will say, "All right," but uh, in 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 our documents, we say we want to grow. But there were there were two there were two by elections in in uh, uh, in KZN yesterday. Two by elections in KZN. The party did not contest. The deer did not contest. I read your political career, which will get more fully to in a minute or two as one that's been really interesting because you are liberal conservative that's my imposition of language on on you ideologically and in your yes. personality i don't know what i don't even know what that is i think you committed to the individual and the individual getting maximum freedom and the state needing to justify any any actions on its part that constrains the freedom of the individual and that individual liberty is the most important value in the relationship between the state and us. I mean, that's the basic intuition behind liberalism. But you're also conservative in some respects and uh, conservatism, not necessarily politically, in the sense that I don't think you're the kind of person who wakes up and decides to resign yesterday. 
I suspect that this is a decision that must have taken weeks, if not months. You're not prone to rash decisions. I just don't believe, to be honest, that by elections not being contested in the last couple of weeks can be the fundamental straw that broke the camel's back for you. How long have you now been sitting with this self-examination that the party is only interested in consolidating a traditional base and not growing? I mean, it's it's a uh, as like so you say. I I take time, so I'm not. Uh, uh, I did not wake up today and say no. I'm leaving the DA. It's a, it's a twenty year relationship, and therefore, by implication, the Nelson Mandela Bay yes, example. That- is doing way too much work in this interview. Surely for a long time now, you've been assessing whether this party can do what you think a party ought to do for the country. Yeah, I, I, have, I have been assessing. Um, I won't lie and say uh, I haven't been assessing. So the use of Nelson Mandela Bay is actually to to make a point, to just give that as an example. You know, it's, it's a it's a it's a long it's a long uh, uh, process. Uh, you think long and hard about it. Uh, uh, so it's something that one was thinking about. Uh, um, and you, you there's there's an internal battle when you have to almost terminate your relationship, a twenty year relationship. It's not it's not an overnight process, even internally. Uh, I, I I took a lot of runs, a lot of runs. Uh, so I, I had to be to be alone and had conversations with myself during the runs and uh, assess where the party is, where the party um, is going, but more importantly, where South Africa is and and uh, what role one plays um, in in South Africa, you know, and and because I'm I'm a uh, I'm a proud South African. I I'm a servant of South Africa, you know. Um, and I want to continue to serve. I want to to build um, a better country. So, so it's it's not something that it's it's overnight. It's never overnight. You, I took a lot of runs. No, I know, but I want to pin it. I want to pin it down because I don't want us to speak in platitudes. And I know that your commitment to the country is genuine. Someone else may contest mm. that, not me. Yes. As an analyst, for me, that's solid. And we will have plenty of time to look forward in terms mm. of where else you want to go. But after 20 years in the DA as a senior leader, you cannot avoid a diagnostic question of what had gone wrong. I want to separate two questions. One question is the question of, does the party have adequate ambition? You answer that for yourself negatively. A separate question is, does it have the right capacity and vision to govern? Let's imagine it had grand ambition and not just focusing on consolidation. A simple answer to that, no. Does the party have the right ideas, leadership, and technical capacity to be government of South Africa? Uh, so the, there's an aspect which... Why not? It's not... Uh, it's not in the in the written text. It's what you do. The posture that you you adopt, the people that you talk to, the kind of issues that you 
you you prioritize and the manner in which you 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 do them is it is it talking about uh, broadening uh, uh, the reach uh, to South Africa do do you make South Africans feel that uh, you are for them and that for me it's much bigger than the text much bigger than uh, what you write in a in a in a in a in a in a, in a policy in a policy paper you know uh, because you need to understand that. Uh, where we, uh, where South Africa finds itself now, and trying to lead uh, uh, the the society in 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 that regard. So my own assessment is that the uh, the DA currently is not is not equipped for that. Third last question: Are you yourself not the counterexample to what you are saying? You joined at the age of about nineteen the Democratic Alliance as a northern province child who has lived under conditions of poverty. Over the years, you've pushed back as a leader against commentators that insist the party is not a home for South Africans who live under conditions of poverty and for black racialized South Africans. And you have insisted that if anyone Mm. comes to DA events and stadia where you have launches, that in fact that there is greater diversity in the membership of the party than commentators often say is the case. Were you all along lying? No, 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 I was not lying at all. Uh, I, I, joined, I joined the DA uh, at a particular time uh, in, uh, in the country in 2002, but I believe that uh, at that particular time, um, the, the country needed a very strong um, uh, opposition, the country needed a growing opposition and ambitious o- opposition that will reach out to all communities. Uh, and, the, and the DA were able to do that. In, in, in the 20 years that the, uh, one was in, we were able to do that. We were able to show, uh, in, in a tiny way, I won't say that the, the DA's growth is uh, all thanks to me, but I, I hope I did contribute in a, in a, in a small way uh, to the to the growth of the DA to make the DA um, uh, acceptable as a le- legitimate representative uh, uh, of the people. So there's no uh, there's no lie that I, I ever told um, in, in 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 the time that I was in the DA uh, when I was uh, 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 a member. What what I'm saying is that uh, there, there's a loss of ambition. There's there's a loss of uh, uh, reaching out deliberately and uh, uh, people feeling that you you want to you want to grow uh, and that that's that's uh, uh, when you say you know what let let me let me be uh, uh, exit and go and be part of something that's going to reach out that's going to grow that's going to fill the vacuum because we 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 can't have a situation where we are we are held ransom by uh, uh, by the uh, ANC that says they are trying to renew itself and then the country is sinking further. Uh, uh, so we, we, we can't. And, and when you, when as, as, as the DA, you're not showing that kind of ambition, then it says, all right, what, 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 what must I do? Because I must do something for this country. And that's what I'm doing now. So I've never told any lie. So whoever I've asked to vote for the DA, I, I didn't lie to you. Second last question. What do you say to someone that might listen to mm. this, former colleagues of yours, or even just a dispassionate observer of politics, mm. 
Eusebius, the guy that you're interviewing has been there for 20 years. If he thinks the party needs to appeal to a broader base of South Africans, why the hell did he not do it himself? If he had leadership power as a member of parliament, as a youth leader, provincial legislature, councillor, yeah. in the federal structure of the party, then does he accept that he has as an individual failed as part of the collective that had the most important organizational power mm. to decide how to expand so that the party can be more appealing to millions more black South Africans in particular. So he is just being a coward by leaving. Does he accept that, that he should have done the very work that he says the party has not successfully done? Uh, you see, yes, I've, I've done that very, that very uh, work. In 2002, when I, when I joined the G as a student at the University of, uh, of Limpopo, there was no DASO at the University of Limpopo. I started recruiting there. There's DASO now. When, when, I, when I came in, in my village of Lifara, the DA used to get zero votes. In the last election, uh, they got uh, around 15% of the vote. So I, I, have, I have done my part. What I'm saying is that now there's, uh, the ambition is, is, is lost. I, I've done my part. Did, did, do, do I look back now 20 years and say, I've done enough? Yes, I've done enough. I don't, I don't feel like I, I owe the DA anything, and I don't feel like the DA owes me anything. Uh, it was a mutual uh, 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 beneficial, uh, symbiotic, maybe mutual frustrating at times, uh, but uh, I, I did my part. No, no one can uh, claim and stand on top of Carlton Center and claim that in the 20 years that uh, Makashule Ghana was a member of the DA, he did nothing. He sat there idly. Whenever there were issues that I was, I was uh, um, not in favor of, I always raised them. Sometimes it got me into trouble, but I was never scared because I was not doing it for myself. I never do things for myself. I do it for this country. And I did that in the 20 years that I was, in, I was a member of the TA. No one can, uh, can claim and the records will show that uh, I serve to the best of my ability. Last question. We'll have an opportunity in the weeks ahead. We'll have an opportunity to speak more quietly once this news has settled about your future. But for purposes of today, my readers and my listeners will factually want to know what next for you. Have you already joined the Ravonia Circle or is that yet to be negotiated? I'm not joining the Ravonia Circle. Uh, I, I am inspired by the, the book that Songhez has, has written, uh, the manifesto, uh, in terms of how we can create a political alternative. And I will be reaching out to him and other South Africans uh, to see how best we can uh, 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 build the political alternative that's going to uh, serve the people, that's going to center the people, that's going to work with the people uh, to ensure that uh, we save uh, South Africa, we put it on, on the path of growth, so that we, myself, as, 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 as a person, but also as a generation, we can live behind a better South Africa than the one that we inherited. We can't afford to leave behind, for my kids, a West South Africa than the one that I inherited. That's my commitment. 
So it's about building a political alternative. So Rivonia Circle is a think tank. Uh, I'm a politician. I'm not leaving politics. I'm I'm on a path of joining those that want to uh, uh, build a political alternative. And I want to join them as an organizer and, and uh, mobilize. That's what I want to do. We will find leaders. There are many leaders in South Africa. Uh, I want to organize and mobilize. This is too big a question for our short interview, but there's a paragraph that 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 in your statement in which you had said that none of the existing political parties can deliver what you had said we all deserve as citizens at the beginning of your statement, which is happiness and well-being as individuals and as a society. And that made me wonder, and just give me a bite on this and we'll finish here for today. If none of the political parties currently existing can deliver that, does that exclude you from joining literally any of them, including Action SA, that's one part. And secondly, given how much power the state has constitutionally, if you join another political outfit, a new one, Intrinsic to a political party is politics, ambition, personal contestation, ideology, making sure you've got branches, Mm. registering with the REC to contest. You can't avoid the problem of political party politics. So how do you puzzle through that? Not leaving politics, not wanting to be with any existing party, including Action SA, I assume. But at the same time, if you had to start a party with or without young South Africans that come together with you to do so, then you have to be back in the political landscape. Europe, maths, boffin, you can surely see the conundrum. You see, Bias, the political alternative that I'm talking about will contest for political power in 2024. Because when politics fail, society fails. It will contest for election. I'm not not joining any of the existing... uh, uh, political uh, formations, but the political alternative that will be centered on the people for the benefit of the people will contest for political power in 2024. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. I look forward to watching what happens next. What is this new political formation of which you will be a part? All the best as you are doing your media rounds and engaging different colleagues of mine and the public at large about your decision. And all the best with your political career. Thank you so much for making time for me. Thanks very much, CBS. And have a good day.